Uh, this is a weekend in the NFL where it's at this point now moving forward, every weekend is going to be about playoff positioning and who's getting eliminated. Your Green Bay Packers are still technically in there, but let's let's be honest with ourselves. Uh, the team out of all of our teams here, the team in the best position is Trista's Dallas Cowboys, who yeah. are very comfortable. Uh, the Commanders sit six at seven five and one. They got the Giants this weekend, also seven five and one. Cowboys are actually in the five spot right now, technically, because you got to give somebody, <laughs> you got to give the Bucks a playoff spot, even though they're six and seven. But when I look at the 49ers sitting right there now at ten and four, the third spot in the NFC, we know the Eagles are the the cream of the crop. They've been that way all year in the NFC. The Vikings, once it gets to the playoffs, as much as I love that offense. I think they'll lose their first playoff game, and I'm with you on that. But I love I love uh, non-primetime Kirk, especially after yeah. a loss. That's why I like the Vikings this weekend. But when I watch the 49ers right now, they're plus 275 right now to win the NFC, only behind the Eagles. Yeah, They are the biggest competition for the Eagles, and they have a legit chance of going to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy at quarterback. There is a chance Jimmy Garoppolo could be healthy, and Kyle Shanahan looks around and goes, if it looks the way that it did even just this week, mm-hmm. he goes, no, we'll just stick with Brock Purdy the entire time. Look, I maintain that the future for the 49ers is better off in Brock Purdy's hands than it is Trey Lance. Trey Lance did not look like this in that offense. The way they looked yesterday, they, it was comfortable. They were moving the football. He was making smart decisions. I do want to see Brock Purdy, though, playing from behind in a game because it's a lot different when you've got the lead, when you're comfortable, and you're playing to just maintain the game. Yeah. And, you know, I know everybody hates the word game manager, but you're a little more of a game manager. Let's see what happens and what he can do if they're actually playing from behind. But right now, the 49ers, to me, are the biggest competition for the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC. Great point about, you know, wanting to see Brock Purdy play, you know, from behind as well. Because with that defense, that's the other thing. Like last night, Seattle's down two scores, and I knew I was in big trouble because you're dropping back Geno Smith. They couldn't establish anything on the ground, and you can't run the football against the Niners. So I want to see the same thing. You know, maybe against a team like Philadelphia or like Dallas or even like Minnesota that could kind of keep up and, you know, compete in a shootout because we haven't really seen that yet. And it, that is the thing. I mean, remember in the Super Bowl game, even Jimmy Garoppolo, when he had to play from behind against Kansas City, he couldn't do so. He had a nice start to that game, completed, I believe, his first 12 passes. And then everything uh, kind of – he went back down to earth a little bit in the second half of that game. But I completely agree. I think the value bet actually – you got the Eagles plus 165, like you said, and we haven't seen Jalen win a playoff game yet. You have the 49ers plus 275 with Brock Purdy, a rookie, as your starting quarterback. You have the Vikings at 10 to 1 with a defense that can't stop anybody. And then you have the Cowboys at plus 320. And the one thing they can do is stop everybody. They could stop the run. The secondary's been solid. Dan Quinn is probably going to be a head coach here soon. And they have the playoff experience. They've been there. I mean, they were there when Dak and Zeke were rookies. They lost that heartbreaking game to Green Bay. Last year, they probably should have won that game, although it was the worst play call in NFL history to close out that game. <laughs> they have the experience. And right now, they're getting healthier. Like, this is the healthiest we've seen Zeke in years. He's in great shape. They're finally using Tony Pollard. And I know everybody's going to say Mike McCarthy this and Mike McCarthy that, but Mike McCarthy has won a Super Bowl before, and Kellen Moore, this is his offense right now, so I think the value bet is plus 320 with the Dallas Cowboys, because I mean, we try to make the case for Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Brady looks washed. I won't be surprised if he hangs it up, even if he doesn't want to, just because he might not be capable of playing the game anymore. If he wakes up next year and he's looking like Peyton Manning, I don't think he wants to go out like that. Mm -mm. You can't Mm -mm. really make the case for the Giants. I think they're losing to the Commanders this week. The Commanders, we haven't even seen Chase Young fully healthy, but I don't trust Heineke in the playoffs. So I think the good bet to make in the NFC right now is Dallas plus 320. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of taking these short odds, you know? 
I'm just looking when you could have had the, a better price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're looking at that and you say to yourself, "Yeah, I I really like the Niners. I think they're a really tough team. Not necessarily like you said, Nick. I think Brock Purdy playing from behind is going to be an interesting thing yeah. to try to find out whether he can do that. I'm not sure though whether they're going to have to, mm-hmm. right? Like because the way that they play, how slow, methodical that yeah. they can run the ball. Christian McCaffrey's able now to to carry the ball 25 times yeah, in yes. a night. We saw that he's, last night. He's healthier than he's been in a long time. On top of that, you know, you're waiting on Debo Samuel to get back healthy, and George Kittle is playing some of his best football at the at the right time. It feels like Shanahan, after playing, you know, after scheming in a way that got him a bunch of criticism early on in the year, has sort of found a groove on how he wants to use every single piece now that mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey is there. And use CMC more like a traditional running back. Yeah, you can. He can catch out of the backfield. He can catch in the slot as well, six times, six, seven times a game. But ultimately, you want him between the tackles as well if he's healthy, at least to have a look and keep a defense honest. So the way that they play, leading with the run game, leading with their defense, I'm not sure unless they unless something happens like a Christian McCaffrey fumble or a strip sack or something along those lines that's fluky. I'm not sure that a team gets up on them, you know, 14, 17 points, really. And and, and on the other side, too, you've got Nick Bosa literally bringing down Geno Smith last yeah. night with one arm. Like, yeah. what do you do? He's unblockable, and he can bring down your quarterback with one arm. So you're going to put pressure on the quarterback on one side where they can't get the offense in any sort of a rhythm. Yeah. And on the other side, you can eat clock. You can use yep. multiple dynamic playmakers that aren't just running backs. They're running backs, receivers, when Debo Samuel's back. Yeah. They've also been doing this without Elijah Mitchell. There's another weapon in the backfield that they haven't had. So this team has the potential to even take it to the next level once they start to get more healthy. But yeah, Brock Purdy will still continue to be the, the question mark for this team. And yes, of course, if plus 275, there's not nearly as much value on them now and where we are, given to where they were earlier in the year. But when you just want to look at the overall landscape of, of who would be the biggest competition for the Eagles, I mean... In th- terms this, of just, like, not betting, in yeah. terms of just strict, like, qualitative information, it's got to be the yeah, Niners. Yeah. I trust if the Niners were to play the Cowboys in the playoffs, the Niners would win. Now, I listen, think I'd bet Dallas. Would you? I don't know. Straight up? I have the Niners. I'm just talking I mean, about money line. I mean, I bet the Niners preseason with say Trey Lance. Had, say you had no bets existing, though. Like, nothing was on the slate. There's yeah. no ability to hedge. Yeah, I think... I, you still would bet Niners money line. I, I, I think I, I mean, would. I mean, you still would bet Cowboys money line, excuse me. Yeah, I think I would. I, I would bet Dallas over San Francisco What do you the think the line would be? At San, Franci- um, at, at San, San Francisco. Francisco? At San Francisco, yeah. they'd probably... Three and a half, maybe? Yeah, probably three, three yeah. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Field goal game. I, I would bet Dallas, though. I think at three and a half, I'd bet Dallas. At three, I'd start leaning towards San Francisco. But just at straight that point. money Because, I mean, I, oh, I want to see Brock Purdy against a top 10 defense. Yeah, I mean, he mm-hmm. looked great against Seattle. You know who else has looked great against Seattle this a year? Lot of people. Literally pretty much mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, a lot I think of San Francisco would be like minus one. You got San Francisco is just three and a half to Tampa Bay. At home, they yeah. You yeah. know what? I thought you meant they, them as three point favorites. Sam Fran would be. Oh, you're I, saying I, Dallas I, would be favorite. No, in in no. San Fran, I think San Fran would be favored. I think mm-hmm. yeah. it'd be closer to one, one and a half. One and a half, two? If they were just three and a half against Tampa, I yeah, knew they'd them out, I, Yeah, I think San Francisco would be favored in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Dallas, yep. probably, well, yeah, then Dallas maybe one and a half, two. Yep. Sounds about right. Yeah, Dallas close. would be a slight favorite. Yeah. I'd bet, I would bet Dallas in both cases, actually, in that game. I'd just go Dallas money line. I, I just, I trust Dak. He's, he's, he's had the playoff failures. 
I trust uh, that defense, and I just haven't seen Brock Purdy do it against a top defense yet. Now, in a couple weeks, I might change my opinion. That's the crazy thing about this season. I mean, I came into the season thinking, hey, maybe Trey Lance is the real deal. I mean, he only made a couple starts, one real start last year. He was more of like a gadget guy that they'd bring in on the goal line and use his legs. If you can make the throws... I think they could be a 12-win team. And unfortunately for us, there is no more data points really to have. I guess commanders are going to be the best defense that they face in the next mm-hmm. three weeks. That's really the best test that he's that, that really he's going to get because then they play the Raiders, yeah. who are abysmal. Christian McCaffrey, every prop to, under the sun, take them. And then they play the Cardinals at home, who have been abysmal. Yeah. See, that's why I was trying to make the case for any of these teams that are on the bubble right. rather than these top teams. I mean, the best sure. you're looking at the Bucks thirteen to one. I'd probably rather than play the Bucks thirteen to one play Detroit, which I would never do at fifty to one. But the problem with Detroit is, in the playoffs, they're not going to have. If they get into the playoffs, they wouldn't have home field advantage, and you wouldn't just have Jared Goff playing in domes. And when he plays outdoors, he's a completely different quarterback. So. I don't know, man. I, th- I think the best bet to make is Dallas. But right now, it's hard to imagine anybody beating Philadelphia the way that they're playing. Yeah, even I mean, with no if, you're look, if you're looking at that price, obviously you're going to get a little more value at the plus 320. I just, again, I, I question Dallas in the playoffs still until they show something otherwise, until the Mike McCarthy knows how to call plays late in the game. You're always like, I'm going to take Mike McCarthy, or I'm going to take Kyle Shanahan's coaching over Mike McCarthy 10 times out of 10. Is Dak a better quarterback than Brock Purdy? Absolutely he is. But. You got to deal with the coach, yeah, and you got to deal with the play calling and the defense. on top of that. So that, yeah, and that becomes the whole other issue right there. But yeah, Dallas is really good, and you know we had so many questions about the NFC coming into this year, and some of them were answered. The Rams aren't good, and they were also really injured. The Bucks weren't as good anymore, but the Eagles stepped up to the top, and the 49ers are kind of hung tight with everything right now. Even with going now to a third string quarterback, that's a testament to the roster they built. It really is. I completely agree. And it's it's funny because I'm making the case for Dallas. I bet them under 10 and a half wins this season. Yeah. And when Dak got hurt, I said it was the worst roster in the division. And then all of a sudden, I agree, Coop, yeah. Cooper Rush all of a sudden plays some solid football, doesn't turn the ball over, and Dan Quinn looks like a defensive genius. Yeah, I tell you what, it's true. You thought they were going to be completely done on the year, and that wasn't the case at all.